Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Orange, yellow, green and blue, indigo, and you know, oh, yeah. there's violet too. Well, that was the song that the uh, Ford government had been singing for, what, the past uh, year and a half, RV, but yesterday they decided to absolutely ditch that. Really? What are they doing now? So the color-coded reopening system that uh, had been used uh, for how many months? Uh, basically to you know for, to let all us uh, simpletons know what we can and can't do in basically. terms of the econ- economy or hanging out with friends and family. They scrapped it. No more color-coded scenario. That's it. Oh, this sounds a little sketchy. So do you think... Uh What's coming next could be even more intense Well that's the question They said well we're scrapping the color coded system So what's next Doug Well we don't know yet They don't even have a plan in place before they ditch this one like you can't, my, my my hands throw, going up in the air don't make a sound. I it just it, to me it's so confusing. I re- I remember at the start of the pandemic when uh, Premier Ford came on the show and he became our friend. He became our uncle, our bud. But I'm not too impressed with the guy lately. I I just don't know how people are going to uh, you know once you prime people for so long using a certain system and then all of a sudden at the last second you you know pull the rug out from yeah. under them. How people are supposed to get what's going to go on when when it finally gets announced? It's funny because in my mind this would have been the first thing done right in a while. You know, going back into the color coded systems because vaccination rates are about to take over the states like needles are getting in arms here. And you would think that, you know, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, yeah. you just buy them a bit more time until people can get the second dose of the vaccine. You get your red, you get your orange, you get your yellows, you get your greens, like, and then we're back to back to home free. It's working right now. I mean, if they change it, I, I feel like that could spell disaster. I mean, either way. People are always going to find a way to complain about this. Well, yeah. To be fair, it didn't matter what Doug said yesterday. You would have been on. You and I would have been on here right now at this exact same time, complaining about something. Hundred percent. That's basically how the last year has gone. Every day of our lives. The colors <laughs> of the rainbow are Is so this beautiful <laughs> to see. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock ninety eight one. Do you just want to play road hockey? <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. here she comes. Incoming, Stacy. Ten o'clock. Hi, Wayne. Hi. Bye. Oh. That, that collision never gets old with the that point, Firebird. The point, of, the point of the clip, more or less, was street hockey. Car game on. Yeah, game on for Hockey Fest, Blair. Big news for kids here in the city because Dougie has said they've had to stay at home for the last year and cut off. All sports. Kids haven't been able to do anything. So, I mean, the announcement for Hockey Fest, which is coming to London June 25th, Westmount Mall parking lot. Great news for the community. I know in uh, Lucan, um, you know, we we were trying to get the kids involved in sports and and obviously safely and and appropriately so. All those leagues shut down. So, like, Saturday morning soccer over at the park was not going to be a thing. So, (sighs) it's nice to hear that something like this is perhaps the beginning or a tipping point where other leagues will be able to safely and appropriately open back up and let the kids just do their thing. Yeah, it looks to be a lot of fun. This is a three-day tournament, Westmount Mall parking lot, and they're going to have all the guidelines followed by Middlesex London Health Unit. And uh, it's gr- it's a great idea. I mean, getting outside and, and playing and doing tournaments like this, it brings me back. I-, I don't know if you remember, like this is like 20 years ago. You remember like the three-on-three basketball tournaments that used to happen around Victoria Park? Yeah. Were you, I'm not sure if you were in town, 
Uh, but do you remember Gus Macker? Oh, yeah. Gus Macker Gus, was a huge deal. Gus Macker and Hoop It Up. Yep. NBA Street Ball. Hell like, yeah. all the, like, those were so much fun because those would be on like a set weekend in the spring or summer and you could, you could get your buddies together, make a team and, and just have fun and not worry about anything, you know? I know. Like, you know, you didn't have to worry about playing with masks or distancing or anything like that, but it sounds like this is going to go ahead largely as planned. You know what the good thing about this is, Blair? Let's hear it. Not just for kids. <laughs> Open to all age groups, which means uh, you and your beer league buddies. Oh, yeah. If you, if you miss getting out to Brookside and ripping some slappers top cheeser, you might be able to do that on the Westmount Mall asphalt. The last thing I'd ever be able to do right now is is pick my COVID body up off the couch oh, and try running around to play some ball <laughs> hockey. I would be winded after like 37 seconds. Imagine your COVID ball hockey crew just like showing up out of their cars and it's like a slow motion entrance of all these dads in their late 30s, early 40s that have just packed on the COVID, the COVID 20. Yeah. Let's play some ball hockey. Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Well, we've got Jack on the line this morning. Jack, you ready to win, brother? We got a chance for you to scoop up a $100 gift card courtesy of Subway Subs just in time for the super long weekend, Jack. Are you you excited for the 2-4 weekend to get here? Yeah. I think we all are. I think the week just needs to keep moving, eh? Yeah. We're going to play the five-second challenge. How it works is going to ask you a question here. You got five seconds to give us three answers, okay? Yep. Okay, and two out of three takes the prize. So, Jack... Yep. Here we go with question number one for the Subway Super Long Weekend. Name three items you put on your sub. Lettuce, tomato, onion. Oh, you're an onion guy, are you, Jackie? Pardon? Said you're an onion guy, are you? Yeah, I don't know. Just what came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, the easy one's out of the way now that we uh, know you love Subway. Name yep. three places to buy lingerie. Uh, the mall... Strip club oh. and uh, oh oh no wow I mean Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret. I, I guess you can get them online does, Do you, does Amazon sell lingerie these days I don't know Do you buy the lingerie at the strip club or you just sneakily stick it in your pocket, <laughs> just <sneak it> in <laughs> pocket. <laughs> Pressure's on Jack Here we go Question number three uh, Name three things. You do in the car other than drive. Smoke, watch out for traffic, and drink coffee. And listen to 981. Jack, hey, you won, man. Congrats. Right on. $100 gift card for a Subway Super Long Weekend coming your way. You can get all the lettuce, tomato, and onion you want. All right, buddy? Perfect. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. Blair and RV's School of Hard Knocks. What are we calling this, uh, RV? You actually came up with uh, today's lesson title. Well, after seeing your tweet on the Twitter, it is a lesson in climate control 101, Blair. I'm a very weak man. Very I can weak tell. man. I can tell because this seems to be like a, a bi- biannual occurrence in the Blair household. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, what? It got up to like 26 degrees. It was pretty, it was a beautiful day, was it not? It was a gorgeous day outside, and we've been craving that warmth for some time now. What did you go and do? Too damn hot, my friend. Too damn hot <laughs> for the first time. And, I, and I'm not kidding when I say this. 
I always push this off as far as I possibly can every single summer season when it starts to get warm. I'm talking like July, August is when I finally turn on the AC. Yesterday, I said, Laura, close up the windows. I'm turning on the AC. Here we go. You totally bit, eh? Well, I think I think the difference between now and being younger, because I'm frugal AF, basically. Like, I'm just not willing to pay a hydro bill. Says the guy who one time we went through a McDonald's drive-thru and spent $115 on hamburgers. And I was like, whoa, dude, I didn't realize it would be that expensive. And you're like, ah, just put it on my credit card. By the way, you still owe me $55 for that. Exactly. You're not frugal. Um, <laughs> it was for a staff party. Totally different. What? Yes, we ate those to ourselves. Continue. So uh, I basically like I, I the, the difference between the way it was and me being frugal and now is that the kids get me all jacked up, like because <laughs> you're running around trying to take care of the kids. They're screaming, they're crying. There's poop all over the walls. There's snacks. There's Cheerios in your hair, and I just get so worked up that my body temperature seems to rise, and I'm just like I can't handle that. In addition to what Mother Nature is adding to it, yeah. Turn on the AC. I didn't know you needed AC in Lucan. I mean, isn't it close to the North Pole? Like, shouldn't it be? <laughs> Shouldn't it be cooler up there? Yeah, 20 minutes door-to-door, Luke into London, and RV seems to think that I live in a Callowit. It's pretty much the Callowit of the uh, greater London area. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just willing at whatever cost now to keep my, my core temperature down so I don't overheat. This is the way I approach it, which is completely different than yours. You say you don't do it till like July, August, right? Yeah. You have a, like a date stamp on it for frugality reasons. Is that a word? Uh, but I turn it on... When I just feel like it's too darn hot in the house, the humidity levels are going up, if the heat's rising up to the bedrooms, if it's March or February and it's like 27 degrees, AC's going on. I don't care if it's July or August. You know, it do- doesn't matter for no, you. No, it doesn't matter. If it's hot in my house, the AC's going on. How many times have I turned the air conditioner on in the studio here uh, over the course of the winter? It doesn't matter. If you get hot, turn it on. Come December, I'm all, I always say, don't touch that heat. Don't touch that dial. Just put on a sweatshirt. That's what I do because I want to save money. Man, I know you're in your like mid to late thirties here, but you always sound like you're in your mid to late seventies. <laughs> there you go, climate change or climate? What'd you call it? Take your tinfoil hat off, Blair. It's climate control one hundred and one. Blair and RV's School of Hard Knocks. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock ninety eight one. That's something we're probably not going to hear a lot in the series against Toronto, Blair. You really don't think so? I don't know. I have faith in the Montreal Canadiens. A little bit more so now that we've found out that Bell Centre in Montreal could be the first arena in the North Division to welcome back actual real-life fans. I think the key word here in your setup there is the word could. Yeah. That's assuming that they're able to stretch the Toronto Maple Leafs into late next week when they'd have that opportunity. That's what they're saying, I guess, the... Premier of Le, the the fine province of Quebec, Premier Francois Legault, he announced yesterday that the province is preparing to ease coronavirus restrictions in most regions, including those on gatherings at outdoor stadiums and interior concert halls with the admission of up to 250 people. 
per section as of the 28th. Wow. So that means with Bell Center, it's a 12% capacity, so 2,500 fans. That's, I mean, that's it's, it's better than nothing, that's for sure. It is. And we'll say this, if the Montreal Canadiens can magically stretch that series to a sixth game and have live fans in attendance backing them up, while certainly, you know, that's not a large percentage of the capacity, yeah. uh, it's still something. And I think that that would give them some extra legs. I genuinely I, I do. I hope so. I mean... We hear from a lot of Leaf fans on the program here every single day who are just brushing off Montreal like it's just going to be an easy-peasy series. But if Montreal, I mean, they're getting a lot of their big guns back for Game 1 tomorrow night. If they can somehow figure stuff out, I disagree with them sitting Cole Caulfield. That's a different story. I'm not going to get into that now. But I think if they can find a way to scratch and claw and get to Game 6, like you said, Toronto will be in a very tough place because for the first time in over a year, they're going to hear boos from a real live person. You know it would be great? If they did get to Friday in Game 6 and 2,500 people there were uh, showed up just to watch them lose the series. <laughs> oh Crime Time with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1.